Welcome to the Superbook Sports Podcast. The line starts here as we take you behind the counter for an all-access look at the biggest events in sports. Through the minds of career Las Vegas odds makers, Jay Cornegay and John Murray. Want the very best in odds boost promotions and contests? Download the Superbook Sports app. Follow us at Superbook Sports on social media and head to Superbook.com Superbook.com today. Now let's jump behind the counter and talk with the pros before we get our wagers down. Here's your MC, Ron Kruk. College basketball royalty has taken over New Orleans as the blue bloods of the sport have rolled into the final four. The Superbook Sports Podcast is back in your life. Ron Kruk, joined as always by the men behind the counter at the Superbook at the Westgate in Las Vegas, longtime odds makers, Jay Cornegay and John Murray. Good day, gentlemen. What a final four we have. Kansas, Duke, North Carolina, and Villanova have won seven of the past 14 national championships going back to the 07-08 season. Uh, incredible lineup. Jay, let's start with you. Your overall thoughts on the tournament as we head into the final four. Well, it's pretty interesting uh, what we're looking at right now, Ron. I mean, looking at all these uh, blue bloods in, in the final four when we had so many great upsets, so many terrific games, plenty of Cinderella's uh, making noise as well. But to end up with these four teams in here, I think it's really surprising. Some people are saying it's a little lackluster final four, but I look at it the other way. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I think they were those that were hoping some of those uh, Cinderella's or St. Peter's probably sure. getting into the final four. But I'm certainly happy uh, to see uh, these matchups because they're they're really intriguing as we move forward to the weekend. Yeah, this is uh, this is a heavyweight matchups. No doubt about it, John. You are the only one who picked some teams correctly to get into the final four. So uh, give us your thoughts on this tournament so far. Uh, I think the, I think this is like the best final four I can ever remember. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know why people are, are saying that. I mean, maybe not the best, but the biggest uh, with the storylines we have, Duke playing North Carolina. It's the first Amazing. time having you know fans at the final four in three years. And it's in New Orleans. And it's Coach K's last final four. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what more you can Four blue blood programs. I I, uh, I like having some upsets early in the tournament because it's good for our our win loss figure. But I want to get those teams out of there by the time we get to the final weekend. I want the best teams playing one another. I don't know that these are the four best teams. I think some of these teams got favorable draws to get here. Kansas, we talked about. I, I mean, the only reason I picked Kansas to make the final four when we first talked was because I looked at their draw. I was like, this, mm-hmm. this bracket is unbelievably easy. I didn't right. know that Auburn and Wisconsin were both going to get knocked out the first weekend and that they would <laughs> exactly. play Miami in the regional final. Right. Uh, I didn't know that was going to happen. I also didn't know that when they got to the final four, the other team's leading scorer would be hurt and unavailable to play. But it's just been a dream path for Kansas. They're you know rightfully favored on Saturday, and they've got no excuses to get to, to Monday night. Well, we will break down those games coming up. But before we look ahead, let's look back. Uh, Jay, how did the Superbook do overall last weekend? 
Well, the tournament's been uh, great for us, Ron. The results have been tremendous. We've been very fortunate uh, to to show some uh, pretty decent black numbers <laughs> pretty much every day. I, Friday, I think we took a little bit of a hit, but uh, overall, the, the last few weekends have been tremendous in uh, and, and all jurisdictions. We operate in New Jersey, Colorado, Arizona, and of course, Nevada, but uh, all of them showed very positive results so far, so very fortunate. Very good. And John, just like you were saying, it's been pretty exciting. It's been unpredictable. There's no doubt about it. Uh, is the overall handle up for the college basketball season? Yeah, you, you can't uh, you don't want to draw comparisons to 2021 because mm. 2021, the schedule was a little bit different and, uh, and we had a 50 percent occupancy restrictions. So right. it's hard. To, it's hard to look at it. And then obviously we didn't have a tournament in 2020. So when you do these uh, these P&L comparisons, you got to go back to 2019. Oh, wow. It was a pretty long time ago. Um, but, yeah, it, it looks like it's going to it's going to stack up pretty favorably to 2019. And it, we've done we've done well across the board in all four states. The Superbook is off, operating in. So really good for us. I mean, about the only game I can remember being disappointed with uh, over the weekend with two of them was when St. Peter's beat Purdue. That was no good because everybody was on mm. St. Peter's. Right. And then uh, Miami was just incredibly one-way action against Iowa State. Uh, the wise guys were on Miami. The public was all over Miami. Ouch. Really needed the Cyclones there. But great weekend for us. Uh, very good result for us with Villanova being Houston. Because okay. the whole world was on Houston in that game. Well, true March Madness, you mentioned it. St. Peter's, the first number 15 seed to get to the Elite Eight. But guys, when the dust settled, four traditional basketball powerhouses have punched their ticket to the final four. Let's break down the, the games, guys, uh, beginning with the only remaining number one seed, the Kansas Jayhawks, taking on the number two seed, Villanova Wildcats. Current odds as of this recording have uh, the Jayhawks as a minus four and a half point favorite. The point total sits at 133 right now. Kansas went 32 and 6 this year, fellas. 16 final four appearances. Um, you know, John, you mentioned it. They they've had a favorable road to get to this point, but they've gotten hot at the right time. They're on a nine-game win streak. They have covered uh they covered against Miami in their last game and six out of their last eight. Uh, Villanova went 30 and seven on the season, seven final four appearances. And I, I, I think you really got to give Jay Wright um, a lot of credit. He's done an incredible coaching job and he's going to have to continue that trend this week because as you guys mentioned earlier, the Wildcats will be without Justin Moore. Uh, he was averaging 15 points and five rebounds, uh, but unfortunately tore his Achilles. Uh, so he is out. Villanova winning nine in a row in 14 out of 15. And they have also covered it, the number in their past four games. So, Jay, uh, let's start with you. Your thoughts on this matchup in the line. I was just looking at the path here, Ron, of these two teams. And Villanova went through Delaware, Ohio State, Michigan, Houston. Not the easiest road. Not <laughs> at all. Say. And then you look at Kansas, Texas Southern, Creighton, Providence, Miami. 
Yeah, two different roads here. Wow. So I'm looking at the, you know, and you brought up Justin Moore, and obviously that's a huge difference, and, and that's probably why we're looking at four and a half. We opened this game at four. We took our, our largest wager so far of the final four on Villanova at that point in time at 20 grand at plus four, dropped it down to three and a half, even though the market was a, a mixture between three and halves and fours. And then slowly the market has moved up to four. And now we're looking at four and a half, and it's been settling there for the last couple of days. I find it very interesting to see what, you know, you talk about Jay Wright, and I think he's a, just a tremendous coach and what he's done there. And yeah. uh, he used to, back in the day, he was a UNLV assistant here in town. And so mm-hmm. we're very familiar with him, and uh, he's just done a terrific job uh, with the Wildcats. But um, with, with more out, you're going to have to see a, a, a very small core of players that are going to play with Nova. And there's a mixture of feelings here. Some people like, and I hear some of these national commentators say they like the five-man rotation. And it's not even a rotation, but just mm. keeping the main players out there, keeping them in the rhythm. Uh, I, I, I personally don't think that's great because, uh, you know, eventually these guys get tired. I think, uh, sure. I think that's why we see some of the, the number actually moving up just because – they have a short bench or no bench. Uh, I know that they're going to ro- rotate uh, some of those players in there that normally get nine, eight minutes. They'll probably get 10 or 11 minutes, but they're going to stick with their their starting five without more in there. And I, I also anticipate a very slow game. I think this is going to be a very slow down game. I'm looking at that first half number. Most of it's a 61 and a half. It's up to 62 at some places. I think, uh, you know, uh, maybe a good play would be under 62, that very first, you know, the very first game going under there in New Orleans with, uh, you know, people trying to, oh, the players trying to get used to the Rams, get used to the background, the excitement, you know, just the, you know, the anxiety that you would have the first few minutes. So what what happens, especially with, you know, with, uh, I mean, with these two great coaches that that I'm just a big right fan. I know that John was leaning towards Nova here. I'm probably doing the same thing as I think this game will go down right to the wire. All right. Well, let's hear it. John, what are your thoughts on the uh, Kansas Villanova matchup? Well, I think for one thing, Jay Wright, for my money, is definitely the best coach that's going to be at the Superdome this weekend. I would take him over any of the other coaches in this tournament. He's at a a big disadvantage, though, without his leading scorer. Uh, And he's going up against a Kansas team. He's got way more depth, way more athleticism. Jay's right, though. I mean, Villanova's going to try to slow the game down, keep this game close, and and maybe, preferably for them, turn it into a free-throw battle at the end. It's the best free-throw shooting team in the country. They're very tough to beat in a close game. They're very tough to come from behind on because they don't really make any mistakes. Right. They don't do a lot of things that hurt themselves. So if Kansas lets themselves fall behind the way they did in the regional final, I think it'll be a lot harder for them to come back Kansas really overwhelmed a Miami team that probably shouldn't have been in a regional final. They're not going to have that luxury uh, here, but a little surprised to see the number go up to four and a half. That's a combination of more being out, obviously, and the public is all over Kansas. So it does look like our biggest need of Saturday or for Saturday. Will be will be Villanova. Kansas is a very popular public side in that game. We are in a great position on both of these teams in the futures book, okay. so we're not really going to be worrying about the outcome of this game for the futures. Either way, we're we're in great shape. Yeah, awesome. I, I think that's a pretty interesting that you say that about coming back on Villanova, which I think is very accurate. You know, I think one of the strategies that the Jayhawks are going to have to use is their physicality. I mean, they're 
they're a very physical team. And, you know, to try, you know, we're going to have to keep an eye on how this game is refed. If it's very closely uh, refed and there's going to be a lot of fouls, obviously that's in favor of Kansas. You know, if it's something that they let everything go and and they swallow their whistles a bit, you know, that's in, in favor of Villanova, especially with the short pitch. Well, make sure you get to Superbook.com for all the latest odds and line movements. As the guys said, currently, as of this recording, uh, Kansas is the minus four and a half point favorite and the over under sitting at 133. Uh, Two teams that have uh, just traditionally got it done. Villanova going for its third national title in six years, while Kansas looks to capture its fourth national championship. But first, guys, since 2008. All right, let's move on to the second matchup and the big one for sure. The Tobacco Road National Semifinal between Duke and North Carolina. Uh, rivals, you know, separated by an eight-mile stretch in North Carolina. Uh, incredibly, these two schools and rivals have played each other 250 times. But as John said in the open, never in the NCAA tournament. It's another incredible chapter for these two longtime rivals. Third matchup, Duke won by 20 in the first game. And then North Carolina, of course, ruined Coach K's final home game on March 5th uh, with a 13-point victory. Current odds from Superbook.com and the Superbook app. Duke sitting at a minus four favorite, and the point total over under is at 151 right now. John, I'll start with you because you called it in Vegas weeks ago when you were saying that that Coach K's goodbye tour could be interesting. You felt that things could go the Blue Devils way, and you were spot on. Uh, Duke extremely hot right now. Oh, Duke's playing great. And, and, and you said that uh, you talked to some people who thought this was a lackluster Final Four. I bet those people weren't ticket brokers. I bet they're not the TV networks or somebody that owns an Airbnb in New Orleans. Because a lot of fun haters, basically. Duke playing North Carolina is going to be very good for business. I mean, I, this, I would imagine this is going to be a huge, huge handle game yeah. for the sports books. This one, The betting on this one's a little bit more even. The first game is all Kansas. The betting on this game is pretty split. And we've got different futures liabilities in different states on this one. So we, we don't really have as much interest in who wins this one as we do the first game. No. Or, or, I'm sorry, we have more interest in this one in the future book than we do in the first game. Where The first game doesn't really matter for us in the futures. But uh, I, I, I kind of I lean a little bit to Duke on this one. I think North Carolina, they got to play uh, a team in the Elite Eight that, they were, that was just completely overmatched that had no business being out there and was only out there because Purdue just <laughs> completely laid an egg on Friday. Um, and North Carolina, well, we'll see, but I, I would lean a little bit to Duke here. I, I think Duke is the better team, a little deeper, more NBA guys. They got the best player, I think, left in the field in Bancaro. So I, I would lean to the Blue Devils. All right. Sounds good. Jay, let's get your thoughts on what is, uh, I agree with John. I mean, even just your average sports fan is going to be pulled in by this matchup between Duke and North Carolina. Uh, Give us your thoughts on the line. Well, I was just looking at ticket counts and and Kansas is, you know, going back to Kansas, the first game, they were 
looking at about 75% of the tickets now on Kansas. And as John said, North Carolina Duke is very balanced as about 55% of the tickets are on North Carolina's and we do expect high volume levels for that second game. Uh, I agree with John. I, I, I'm kind of leaning towards the Duke side. I think that their inside game is, is just tremendous. Um, I know that they're young and, you know, I think that uh, this team has been a little different since Roach was uh, inserted into the starting lineup. I, I think that uh, they they have, they have a really good mixture, really good chemistry there. You know, whereas North Carolina is going to you know really rely on on Brady uh, Manic hitting those uh, outside shots because if he doesn't hit those outside shots, which is a great shooter, okay, nothing really opens up underneath. You know, for for uh, you know uh, Davis and Love and those guys like that underneath. So they're going to have to hit that shot, but. I think Duke has uh, that deep bench. I think they're really physical underneath. They're young, but you know this is yeah. the end of the year. They're not like freshmen anymore. I mean, this is like their you know what fortieth game or whatever it yeah. might. Be. Uh, right. So they're they're preseasoned freshmen if you still want to call them that. But I'm looking at Duke here, and this number I really don't expect to move too much. Uh, but I do expect a more of an up and down game here than we did, or what we're going to see in the first uh, the first game of Final Four. Very good. Yeah, I like Duke in this one, too. A lot going their way. You mentioned the freshmen. They're stepping up big time for this offense. offense. Uh, Duke shooting, uh, hitting 54% of their shots, best of any team in the tournament. And I look I look back, guys, at that last game where North Carolina, uh, you know, upset Duke on their home court. But you talk about freshmen, all the pressure they had going into that game, Coach K's last uh, home game. Um, you had so many former Duke players and alumni there, too. I mean, that is a tough situation. And I think that they've built off of that. And, and possibly that could be a key to their run right now. Yeah, I'm looking. Was it Texas Tech? The game that Duke was trailing by about mm -hmm. five, I yeah. think, about five. Yeah, was ago. That was a turning point. I mean, that that turnaround in the last five minutes, I think, gave them a lot of confidence. And you know, I know there's some pressure, and maybe they're going to get, you know, a hold of some of all the media clippings that are going to be out there this week. But uh, that showed me a lot when when they were able to turn that game around. And, and Texas Tech, we all know how. You know, good. Their their coach and some of the athletes they have on that team to turn it around yeah. the last five minutes to give those young guys on Duke, you know, all the confidence in the world heading into that Arkansas game, and I think it showed it. Yeah. Well, and Duke Duke got a big break too, Ron. You know, Duke got a big break when a uh, big break when Gonzaga lost to Zag. Arkansas. Mm -hmm. So let's not. I mean, we're we're talking about up well lucky in terms of their draw and. North Carolina got to play St. Peter's in the Elite Eight, but yeah. Duke got Gonzaga knocked out for them by Arkansas, and Duke made pretty easy work of the Razorbacks in that yeah. Elite game on Saturday. That, they look very impressive. If they play like that in this weekend, they're going to be cutting down the nets on Monday night. 
Yeah, taking out Texas Tech and Arkansas, a pretty big accomplishment. Great storylines going into this one, as we talked about. Never have played uh, each other in the tournament. Uh, I, I'm a little sad that uh, legendary North Carolina coach Roy Williams retired last year because, I mean, if you had Coach K going out, Roy Williams, I mean, this rivalry game would take crazy up a notch. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, two well, Ron, you're, you're assuming uh, you're assuming that North Carolina would still be there if Roy Williams was still the coach. Oh, I am. I don't know. I, that, I think we'd be looking at another team playing Duke on Saturday. So uh, I, 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 give, I, I give well, a lot give of credit Davis, to uh, Hubert Davis. Hubert Davis did a great Davis job. Credit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so uh, let's not uh, let's not just assume that Roy Williams would have this team steered into New Orleans on Saturday night. It's all about storylines, John. I know that. Oh, well, you know, you got playing devil's advocate, sir. Yeah, yeah, you. Oh, there's a I, shocker. I thought it was all about covering the spread, but that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Journalist and the odds makers going at it. There's, there's uh, news right there. This episode of the Superbook Sports Podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped's new ultra premium collection is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man. We're talking premium deodorant, hydrating moisturizer, body wash, shampoo and conditioner, and even a free gift. The power of attraction is now in a bottle thanks to manscaped get 20 percent off your entire order plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code 20 superbook support the superbook sports podcast and get 20 percent off site-wide plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code 20 superbook, 20 superbook. guys uh, and let's let's roll on here and make sure uh this is the time folks to get uh into the action before tip off right now superbook Offering new members in Arizona, Colorado, and New Jersey a welcome deposit bonus match. Just make your first deposit and Superbook will match your initial deposit by 100% all the way up to $500. Get to Superbook.com. Sign up and download the app. It's as easy as a layup. All right. Well, let's figure out who is going to bring home the hardware. Guys, let's go through the current odds as of this recording from Superbook at the Westgate in Vegas to win the national championship. Duke, shortest odds, they are a plus 165, and I'll talk about what they were last week. They're up from 18 to 1 last week. Kansas right behind them at plus 180. They are up from plus 475 last week. Uh, North Carolina sits at plus 475. They are up from 30 to 1 last week. And Villanova plus 550. Uh, they go up from 16 to 1 last week. Jay, give us your take on the championship odds. Well, I have to take a, a look at it. Like I said, the first game, Villanova and Kansas, I think it's going to be a very close game, Ron. I think it's going to come right down to the wire. I think four and a half points is, is uh, really appealing to me uh, as I think it's going to go right down to the last shot the second game i do think duke is going to handle north carolina i don't think it's going to be with ease but uh, they'll get by the tar heels here and then uh you're looking at kansas and duke i mean wow that game right there probably looks and it really depends on how they look in the semis here mm -hmm. uh, but right now we would probably look at a pick'em between kansas and duke with kansas possibly being a one-point favorite but uh, it really will depend on how they look on, on Saturday. With that said, I'm going to probably – I'm going to go with the Jayhawks here. I think that uh, this North Carolina-Duke game is going to be uh, a pretty intense, very emotional, 
And to, to get over that in two days is going to be a hurdle, whoever advances out of that mm-hmm. game. So I think Kansas gets another break here. And uh, they get by Villanova uh, without more. And then they get uh, whoever comes out of this very emotional game. I think Kansas takes it. Uh, but it's going to be very, very close. All right. Good stuff there. John, uh, give us your thoughts on the championship odds and maybe uh, where's the book's biggest liability? Well, you like your storylines, Ron. So uh, I I think the storyline this weekend is going to be Duke. I think Duke is going to win the national championship. I think, uh, like I said, Arkansas gave them – you you mentioned how much Duke's odds came down from last time we spoke to now. That's because Gonzaga got knocked out. Duke mm-hmm. was going to be a pretty decent dog against Gonzaga in the regional final on Saturday. Arkansas wow. does the dirty work for them. Now they're playing. Now they're actually favored in a national semifinal. I mean, nobody would have seen that coming before the tournament started. So I, I think Duke. I, I think they're slightly better than Kansas. I'll disagree with Jay a little. I think Duke is a little bit better than Kansas. That's a very close game. We're splitting hairs because yeah. if Kansas goes out on Saturday and routes Villanova, and Duke barely gets by North Carolina, Kansas is obviously going to be favored. On Monday night, but I, I do think Duke is a little bit better than them. Uh, I think uh, I think it'll be a great championship game. Probably not one that a lot of people expected going into the season, going into the tournament, even just because Gonzaga and Arizona were getting so much hype. Baylor was getting a lot of hype, but uh, I think that'll be a, yeah, a great final, sure. a great title game. I do think Duke's going to cut down the nets on Monday. Duke winning it all would be the only team we lose on in Nevada. We're in awesome shape on Villanova, Kansas, and North Carolina. But we do have some North Carolina liability in some of our other jurisdictions. Uh, not surprisingly. You know, you've got a high-profile team like North Carolina, and they're 100 to 1. Liability will build right. up a little bit. Uh, it's not a big right. surprise. I think but- this is like an emotional hedge for you, John, because we, uh, <laughs> you know, we, if any other team wins outside of Duke, we do really well. But mm-hmm. if you're right, Duke cuts down the nets – yeah, you could say, "Hey, see." Well, we don't do well in North Carolina and in the other states. I mean, we do well in Nevada, right? But, uh, but I did pick Duke to go to the title game before the tournament started. I think I had him losing to Arizona in my bracket. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I thought I thought that they would get some things to go their way. That's and you said that absolutely, and seems that's the case right now. Hey guys, before we wrap up, uh, Jay, you touched on. It. I think it's a really interesting uh, segment. For viewers and listeners, uh, we have four possible matchups for the national championship. Let's discuss the, the point spreads for each of them. Um, it, what about Duke versus Kansas? What would you see the point spread being there? Well, like John said, it really depends on how they look on Saturday. But as of right now, it would probably be Kansas might be a one-point favorite or a pickup. We okay. had a little bait on this a, a couple of days ago and so I'll, I'll go with a pick em. I think that's more of a consensus than Kansas being one uh, but the other ones you know I think Duke would probably be very with that said I think it's very easy because Duke would probably be about a four four and a half point favorite over Villanova again okay. it really depends on what happens on Saturday if Villanova sure. looks really good and they win by 10 or double digits you know that game could be you know one uh, Duke could sure. be one or one and a half over Villanova based off of what they did on Saturday. And the other one you're looking at, North Carolina and Villanova, they'd be very close to a pick as well. Uh, You might have North Carolina, uh, maybe a slight dog, depending on what happens Saturday. And then if it's Kansas, North Carolina, you're probably looking at Kansas being about a four-point favorite over North Carolina. 
And John, what are your thoughts? Does Jay have those uh, point spreads, possible point spreads, uh, close? Yeah, I lead, like I said, I lead a little bit to Duke instead of Kansas. I mean, I look at the futures book odds. Duke actually has a little bit lower odds than Kansas. I, I, to me, they're a little. I think they're a little bit better, but we're splitting hairs. Yeah, right? I think these numbers are going to be very close to what Jay is saying. But it's really important to remember how much what happens on Saturday will impact the market. Now, I know a lot of wise guys would say that it shouldn't, but it does. That's how it always right. goes. I mean, the, just like when we do the NFL playoffs. What happened that previous week will absolutely impact the line because there's so much public money in games like this. Mm. Uh, why do you? Th- I mean, Houston should not have been a three-point favorite against Villanova in the regional final. Right. They were because Houston had just dusted off Arizona in an right incredibly impressive Sweet 16 performance, yeah. and the whole world was betting on Houston in the Elite Eight. Villanova went out there, took care of business. So uh, these number, the number on Monday will be dependent in some ways on what happens on Saturday. Okay. Well, great stuff, guys, and great time to be a sports fan and a sports gambler. If you are in Colorado or Vegas, come by the Lodge Casino in Blackhawk, Colorado, or the famous Superbook at the Westgate in Vegas to watch the Final Four in National Championship. And as we wrap up, guys, I think we need to acknowledge John Murray who destroyed both Jay and I with his final four predictions. <laughs> Mr. Murray picked an impressive two of the four teams. Oh. John, you've got Kansas and Duke correct. Yeah. And Jay, a one seed and a two seed. It's very impressive. Well, and Jay, it's, Jay and I went a dismal 0-4. Oh, man, yeah, that's that, brutal. That hurt. That hurt. That's I did say hurt. only one number one seed would make it to the final four. I just picked the wrong one. <laughs> Good point. All right, I'll give you that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, John, you're you're the big winner. I'm glad we didn't make a wager on this, but uh, your acceptance speech. Uh, I, I don't uh, I don't want any praise for that because I, I my pick to win it all was Arizona. I think we talked about that, and they they went out in the regional semifinals. So I don't know yeah. how much. Uh, and, and Kansas, I, I like Kansas a lot. I think they're one of the five or six best teams in the country. But I really thought that they were going to make it as far as they did because of how easy their bracket was. Yeah. Uh, and, and I clarified that I thought they deserved that bracket because they won the, what I thought was the best conference in the country. They won its regular season and conference tournament. I don't have a problem with them getting an easy draw. Yeah. Uh, I was just merely stating that they had a very easy draw because they did. And, uh, and that's why I think they're in New Orleans right now. And they got another so humble. more being out. So humble. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I Not thought you were going to come in with a trophy or something. I don't you mean know. at this moment, Ron. <laughs> I might take a note. First time ever. Oh, I'm just kidding. Well, uh, well done, sir. Uh, at least you got went two for four. And Jay, you and I are going to have to regroup and uh, figure this out before next year. But uh, going to be a lot of fun as we gear up for the final four. Make sure that you are following us on social media at Superbook Sports. And if you're listening, please write a quick review and support us with a five-star rating. We would appreciate it. Guys, so many great memories happening uh, in in New Orleans with the final four from Michael Jordan hitting that game winner 40 years ago to uh, Michigan calling a timeout. They didn't have, this should be a lot of fun this weekend. Uh, Final thoughts before we wrap up. Well, like I said earlier, I, I, uh, 
you know, the, there's some mixed feelings out there, which I'm a little surprised at because you have all the blue bloods here. I think there is uh, some appetite out there for some Cinderella team to make it and go all the way. But I'm very excited for it. I think it's going to be great for the, all the sports books across the country, including the Superbook here in Nevada. I think we're going to have a packed house on Saturday and uh, enjoy the games. And John? Yeah, I'll, I'll be the Scrooge here, Ron. Of course, I'd rather see Duke <laughs> play North Carolina than see Duke as a 14-point favorite against St. Peter's. Are you kidding me? Uh, I, I, I love these great matchups. Point. Kansas is a great team, come a great conference. They're loaded roster. Villanova, so well coached. They don't beat themselves. I think Villanova might might actually get by Kansas on Saturday in the early game. I, I think that I, I think that uh, Jay Wright. I think that highly of Jay Wright. But, Either way, I, I think Duke's going to cut down the nets on Monday. And I think it's a great Final Four. Regardless of what happens, it's going to four be. really good teams. I'm very excited. Absolutely. Very excited about this weekend. Very good. Well, guys, enjoy the games. Uh, the madness continues this weekend. For our VP of Marketing, Kristen Mackey, our producers, Jeremiah Crow and Mike Rigg, technical guru and master of all, John Hogland, and for my partners in the desert, Jay Cornegay and John Murray, I'm Ron Kruk. I hope you all enjoy the games this weekend. You've been listening to the Superbook Sports Podcast. Superbook Sports Podcast. Featuring Jay Cornegay, John Murray, and Ron Kruk. Hit our subscribe button, rate, review, and never miss out on weekly behind-the-counter access to the biggest events in sports. The Superbook Sports Podcast is a production of Green Roll Media. Green Roll Media. The world's premier sports betting podcast network. This episode of the Superbook Sports Podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped's new ultra-premium collection is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man. We're talking premium deodorant, hydrating moisturizer, body wash, shampoo and conditioner, and even a free gift. The power of attraction is now in a bottle, thanks to Manscaped. Get 20% off your entire order, plus free shipping today at manscaped.com. With the promo code 20SUPERBOOK, support the Superbook Sports Podcast and get 20% off site-wide, plus free shipping at Manscaped.com. Com with the promo code 20 Superbook. Super 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 Super